So, welcome to uh, another edition of uh, Zab Chat. Nick, I love that intro. Yeah. Tell us about it. Well, we're very lucky. We've had Year 11 student Angus Cole compose a fantastic piece and re- record it himself. So, he plays all those instruments in that track and recorded them in his home studio. He's an absolute superstar in the music department, Angus. He plays drums and guitar. He's in the senior stage band. He's in soul combo. So we're all very grateful for Angus for making that awesome intro and outro. Um, and Mr. Doherty, you had a few golden moments from last week. Love the golden moments, Nick. So uh, the two for me for the week, uh, World's Greatest Shave to Jack and all of the team. To They've gone past 60,000 now. Wow. Uh, and tomorrow's obviously the big day. So that's really exciting for them and, and it's enormous gratitude for their efforts. My other bit of gold was probably from Bronwyn Fox and um, extending beyond her great words last week on this podcast and in the Great Hall, we're having an offline chat and she was actually talking about failure and how... Um, the world of science can offer um, maybe society so much at the moment because failure in our society is so often seen as a flaw. We're in a, in a perfection-oriented society uh, with enormous amounts of um, sort of vulnerability where you know, exposure on social media or people's opinions, et cetera, um, can be so invasive and detrimental to people's health and well-being and their sense of themselves. But Bronwyn's take on it was entirely different. Failure for a scientist is... Uh, an incredible positive. It's a step closer to the solution they were, they were striving for, or alternatively, it opens up a whole new field of possibilities because you know a chemical or a product reacted in a different way, and that's just sparked a whole series of other questions. So I just thought it was a wonderful learner that um, for us, failure and apply the scientific mind, failure is can be such a positive because it reveals new possibilities and you know unforeseen sort of secrets. Uh, and I think it's a great message for us all. So, uh, Nick, back to you and under the star of today's show. Um, well, we've got a very special guest today, one of my very good friends, the captain of swimming, uh, college prefect as year nine liaison. We've got Ned Betts on Zab Chat today. So welcome, Betsy. Thanks, Nick. Very excited to be here. Um, we're pumped to have you here. Um, so firstly, APS swimming is fast approaching us, the finals night. So do you want to give us an insight into how the swimming team's looking and what we should expect on the night? Yep, so this coming Tuesday, um, we have the swimming APS, uh, s- swimming and diving APS finals, and um, Xavier is looking very strong. I'm very excited for it. I reckon we've got a very good team this year, so I'm super excited. That's exciting. Hey, uh, Ned, not only are you a pool swimmer, but I understand you also do a bit of open water. Yep, Talk to us about the open open water swimming. Um, every now and then, I... Um, jump in the uh, ocean, go for a swim. Uh, most summers I'm swimming in the ocean every day. So um, it's good to um, get away from the pool, away from the black line. So yeah, I sure. really enjoy it. Provide some nice variety. I always sort of, we're in the theme of casting out in the deep. And when I was thinking about this year, I was, I was actually looking over out on the beach. And uh, you know, that moment for many people when your feet can't touch and you're really in open water, it's can be quite an uncomfortable feeling, but probably for you it's quite liberating. Yeah. Um, some people look at me a bit weird for this one, but I love just like being nowhere near the beach. Like when I'm uh, at a surf beach, sometimes I enjoy getting absolutely smashed by big waves, just tumbling, but um, that's just different. So have you got a favourite back beach in Victoria? Yeah, I'm a Portsy boy. So um, I've been there since uh, Nippers in under nines so i've been there for a long time and i've gone all the way through my with my surf life saving so 
Um, I just got my gold end of last year, so I'm now a paid lifeguard, which is pretty good. Well done. Um, yeah. So congratulations, Nude. Yeah. So you mentioned all that training that you've had to do. Um, so you've had to do a bronze medallion, a silver and a gold. Can you just tell us about those sort of trainings? And it's actually pretty grueling, I think. So tell us a bit about all that. Yeah. So, um, bronze camp is pretty full on like early mornings. Like you don't get any choice of when you wake up, they come in with sirens, they knock on your door, they, um, shake your bed. So it's a bit, bit scary. Um, silver camp, really good fun. You get in the IRBs, which are the, uh, rubber duckies so um you get to jump in them which is great fun and then gold camp was just as full on you don't really get much time to wake up 6 a.m every morning um freezing cold phillip island uh september holidays so it's like frosty frosty and um like cold wetsuits it's it's not much fun but it's 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 good fun it's uh there could be people listening here, Ned, who go, Gee, this is quite daunting. You've got a, um, you've done all your um, surf lifesaving. You've, you're a pool swimmer. You're an open water swimmer. You're an athlete, athletics competitor, and we might get to that in a second. You're a footy player, etc. You know, where do you get your spare time? Isn't that too much? And yet I get a sense that that's where you get your great life and achievement. Yeah. Um, it's tough um, balancing it all up, but I manage it often. I'm a bit tired during the day, but you just have to really just push through. Um, Does it make you a better person? Oh, I love my sport and it makes me so much happier. It really just brings me joy. It makes me feel great about myself when I see that I've achieved something. Um, work hard and then achievement is just everything that I feel like you need. So how did you uh, survive COVID? Because probably you had to pull right back, someone like yourself particularly. Yeah, COVID was really tough for me because I was... Um, coming out of an injury i had these feet issues um so it was injury into covid and sport was like at an all-time low like i couldn't swim um unless i was elite of elite um which i wasn't at the time um but i was run i was trying to run every day i had a goal in um i can't remember which month it was but i wanted to run 100 kilometers that month and then I did that and then I wanted to up it and I was just trying to set myself certain goals and um, I just kept myself to that and pulled me through. So, yeah. Hope you're enjoying this uh, episode of Zav Chat. Ned Betts is our uh, special guest, having a, having a great chat. We might talk athletics soon, uh, Nick, but uh, I know you've got a couple of other things on your mind. Well, Betsy, you've mentioned about how hard you have to work with your sport and I think that sort of uh, how hard you work and your determination is why so many other students around the school admire you and look up to you um and this is certainly probably a contributing factor you're becoming a prefect uh for year 12 this year so can you tell us a bit about your role and how that's been yeah so i am the year nine liaison it's a um interesting role because it's one a role you have to really think about whereas like some you'll have like i guess certain things set in stone that you have to do per year so I've been really trying to brainstorm like certain things I could do. So I've been thinking of a little event or a sporting match with the year nines and year twelves. I'm trying to get that into action. And I'm also just trying to keep all the year nines involved, having a great year. Super important to enjoy it. So yeah. So there's a message to year nines or to their parents, Ned from you, about what a year nine boy might do or consider, what would it be? It would have to be get involved because Xavier offers so much so many um things and just being involved and it's just so much fun so i would suggest it yeah there'll probably be something sticking out to you from your year nine year when you were first on the campus 
Um, what memories do you have? Was there one special message you took out of Year 9 as a Year 9? Well, Year 9 was the COVID year, so um, we didn't get much of it. But from what I saw um, and what I remember, the best times I had was in the Red and Black Army. Watching the sport, it was just absolutely amazing. And um, just getting down there, supporting um, your fellows, Avers, it's just amazing. And the noise that we make, it's so awesome. We might just talk a little bit about the Mori Plant Aths meet, which we sort of talked about quickly, but we haven't really gone into any detail. Mori was an amazing athlete. Uh, of course, a Zavarian, died uh, in the last couple of years, very sadly. And they put on this big meet, and they had athletes from all over the world, but you competed, Ned, so uh, tell us about the night. I believe they had a huge crowd. Yeah, it was um, an amazing night. We rocked up in a bus and we got there and we walk in, we just see this crowd just piling in. It was so exciting. And then we warmed up and you see these world-class athletes to the left and the right of you. It's really humbling because you just see these people who have worked so hard and they just perform so well. So it's just really cool to see. And um, I was lucky enough to get put in the 4 by 4 team and we raced against one other school, Wesley College, and their 4 by 4 team and we... We beat him, so it was pretty good. And, um, yeah. Oh, well done. Uh, Nick, I reckon it's time for Round the Grounds, mate. So over to you, Skipper. All right, we'll keep with that athletics theme. Uh, Mr. Mark Hipworth, who is our Aths and cross-country teacher in charge, uh, on the weekend he competed as part of the Australian men's 60-year-old 4x800 relay team. And I'm not kidding you, they set a new age group world record with a time of 9 minutes and 29 seconds, so... That's simply astounding. So congrats, Mr. Hitworth, uh, from all at Zabchat. We're all very proud of that effort. Um, and the world's greatest shave is happening this week, as uh, Mr. Doherty alluded to. So the big shave is happening on Thursday. Mr. Doherty is shaving. Uh, how are you feeling about that, Mr. Doherty? Oh, looking forward to it, actually. It could be a bit of an ugly sight, but really looking forward to it. The guys have done an amazing job. And this is, uh, you know, Nick speaks about it, uh, Ned speaks about in ch achievement as well. You know, this is, the, uh, this is the, the climax of a really great campaign from them. So looking forward to it. Yeah, for sure. And we've also been very fortunate. We've had a few lead-up events. So Mr. Mannix has shaved his head at a recess. Mr. Nichols has shaved his head. So uh, the excitement is certainly growing for Thursday. Um, this weekend is the second last round of APS Summer Sport. So let's try and finish it off with a bang. Uh, APS, uh, APS Swimming and Diving Night is next Tuesday, which Ned alluded to. We've also got an assembly today. Uh, should be an action-packed assembly. We've got Cormac O'Callaghan, college vice-captain, will be addressing the assembly, as will James Power, who's the prefect for sustainability. And John Lincoln, who is the college development manager, is going to present on the new features regarding sustainability in the new Year 7 and 8 building. So that should be very interest interesting. Um, we also had debating round two last night, so I'm pretty sure we had some good results. So plenty's been happening. So uh, I would urge everyone just to follow us on uh, Spotify. That's likely where you're listening uh, right now. We're recording this on a Wednesday and uh, you might not listen to it till Thursday, but enjoy and tell your friends. Uh, Nick's going to, uh, Ned, sorry, is going to tell all the year nines to uh, jump on and follow us. It's been a, a bit of a sporting theme today, Nick, so I might have a question to finish off for the team. And Ned, you're part of this, so uh, come in close to the mic. I want to know your best, you can even throw a second best in if you're really keen, your best sporting moment that you've ever actually seen. On the telly, you're live. 
but you had to actually have seen it. You couldn't then watch it in a replay. Um, who wants to kick off? Captain of the school, would you like to roll? I'll kick us off. I've got two. Round 23, Collingwood versus Carlton last year. I just remember when Jamie kicked that goal to put us in front with about two minutes to go, put Collingwood into the top four, kicked Carlton out of the top eight. <laughs> I was just sitting with my family. We all went, everyone went crazy in the crowd. It was one of the all-time experiences. And especially doing it to Carlton. Yeah, can't really complain I'm about struggling that. struggling here, boys. But anyway, keep, <laughs> keep you, giving your best. <laughs> um, and then my other one is Scott Boland uh, in the Ashes uh, last season. He, um, I was at the uh, day two when he took those two wickets in the final session and the crowd was going crazy. Everyone was getting around Scott Boland, the Victorian hero, and it was just so good. Fantastic. Ned, uh, one or two from you? Um, yeah, so I've got one. It was actually at the Moe plant, mate. Uh, we saw the current world's fastest man run, Fred Curley, and he was quick. He was lightning fast, and he was huge. It was really, really cool. So I'd say so far that's probably it. Oh, what an amazing thing yeah. to be able to see live. What about you, Bill? Uh, well, I'm going to be inspired by Ned today, and I've got two 400 events in my mind. One, uh, a classic from 1992 Barcelona, where Derek Redmond uh, did his hamstring, and his father hopped out of the stand and helped him around the final 200 metres. Uh, it wouldn't have been a dry eye in the house, and certainly wasn't in mine. Emotional moment. And the other one for me, Michael Johnson, in the winning the two 400, 200, 400 double, and not only you know he nailed a 400 in his pet event and came into the 200, and it was all on the line in the final sort of race. And not only did he win it, he smashed the, the world record by 0.3 of a second. So they are two incredibly memorable moments. Oh, excellent. And, and, and folks, uh, get on uh, Safari or Google and uh, Google Michael Johnson and also Derek Redmond because they are two amazing moments that all of our students probably won't have a clue about. I'm going to throw one in. I got to broadcast the final of the four by 100 relay at the Sydney Olympics where Ian Thorpe came from behind the Americans and got up and won in the last 50 metres and the roof was going off that pool that night and again if you've never seen it look it up men's four by 100 swimming but whatever you do don't google round 23 of last year's <laughs> AFL that's uh, it's in the closet now I can hear that beautiful theme coming up uh, underneath us and it, it is really great so uh, we should say again well done to our fantastic composer Angus he's uh, just done us proud and uh, we should thank our special guest Nick thanks for coming on board Ned uh, we're stoked to have you it was an awesome ep episode so cheers for coming yeah thanks so much for having me guys great Ned and good luck in the swimming on thank you very much. good luck next Tuesday Ned another uh, episode of Zav Chat floats by hope you've enjoyed it and please follow us on Spotify.